welcome to a new episode of In Other Words. So this is a podcast where we're going to be talking about a wide variety of different topics from cancel culture to female reproductive health. And we also want to give a huge shout out and thanks to YBO Band for making our intro song. And they're a South African band, so definitely check them out. Okay, so every episode we want to be promoting a local brand so this week i want to chat to you guys about top notch you can find them on instagram at top underscore notch spelled k-n-o-t-c-h and essentially it's scrunchies that take your outfit up a notch wow it is run by one of my best friends chloe wild it's awesome quality very easily accessible very affordable so definitely check out top notch not sponsored don't worry (laughs) (laughs) no Uh, one day so this episode we're very excited to be talking about a topic (laughs) wow a topic that is very near and dear to our hearts that we love and that is hamilton i love hamilton guys me too i don't think anyone would have guessed though i mean i only put it on my social media account every second day (laughs) so before we talk about what hamilton is how i got into it Danielle forced me to watch it. After she'd watched it, she said, Zara, you're going to be at my house at this time and you are watching this musical slash movie. And I was like, shoot, this girl's obsessed. If I don't like it, we're probably not going to be friends. And I <laughs> was just going to I was just gonna <laughs> pretend. And then I fell in love. Yeah, I think that's how it works for a lot of people. I mean, you watch it and you think, wow, that was really good. And then the obsession just starts two hours I was like it was good and then I got home like two hours later and it's incredible I was like what did and I, I mean just watch? YouTube knows when you watched Hamilton it starts showing you all of the Hamilton things That's that you could timeline. possibly think so basically what Hamilton is it's a musical by Lin-Manuel Miranda who we both love, love um and he um released it i think it was off broadway in 2015 yes and then the next year in 2016 it went on broadway and then the um this year in july uh they came out with a recording which they put on disney plus yes so it's basically like a movie it's made up of i think three different recordings of the original broadway cast uh so it's really awesome you really get to see a lot of what you probably wouldn't ever be able to see otherwise yeah i think what i appreciated about it is a lot of musicals like your limers etc they make movie remakes of it yeah but this is a recording of the actual broadway production show so you're Mm -hmm. being showed what's happening on stage everything's live and that just gave me like an incredible appreciation because you're actually seeing things as they're happening. Yeah, so. exactly. And I mean, we're both appreciators. Is that a word? I don't know. What well, is now? We both appreciate musical theatre quite a lot. So I think to see a legit Broadway recording is quite amazing. Um, yeah, so basically what Hamilton is about, it's about Alexander Hamilton. And he was one of the founding fathers of the United States of America. Yes. So it takes place during the founding of America, how they became free from yeah. um, British rule. Yeah. And it's basically the story of Alexander Hamilton, yes. who was the financial treasurer of the United yeah. States, the first one. And it's basically his life story. He was an immigrant who was then brought to America because he was super, super smart. And mm-hmm. he wrote some cool essays and they were like... Can't relate. <laughs> no. And yeah, it's basically his life, very interesting life, 
I know that we're not selling it to you very well because it sounds like a really boring history lesson. Yeah. But it's not. Yeah, you honestly, you don't need to know anything about Hamilton. You don't need to know anything about American history to appreciate it. And I think that's what's so great is that there's something for everyone in the musical. Yeah, I, I mean, agree. If you don't know what Hamilton is, like what it consists of, it's a lot of rap and hip hop yes. music. Um, but at the same time, there's also more like classic Broadway yeah. show tune kind of vibes. And there's also the slow, beautiful ballads. And yes, there's a lot to it. There's 46 tracks on the album. So yeah. you will like at least something. One. We love all of them. <laughs> exactly. There's a lot of diversity. Yes. So the creators of the show, Lynn manuel Miranda, as we said, he did everything. everything. Yeah. So he wrote the entire show. He was inspired by the book by Ron Chernow. It was an autobiography, not an autobiography, a biography. And so he did pretty much everything. And then the musical director kind of came on and helped come up with the harmonies, directed the live orchestra, which only consisted of like 10 people or something. Yeah, it's crazy. So that was Alex Lacamoire. And then Andy Blankenbuehler did the choreography. And Tommy Kale was the director of the show. So shout out to them, even though they'll probably never hear this. Yeah, I mean, they're all really talented people. And I mean, if you're thinking, oh, where can I watch this? It's available on Disney+. Plus. However, in South Africa, we cannot get Disney+. Plus. But where there's a will, there's a way. Indeed. If you, you can persevere. watch it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Danielle managed to get Disney+. Plus. It was quite a mission. So if you want to watch it, become friends with Danielle. Yeah. I, I mean, you can watch it illegally, but I'm not going to promote that explicitly. But the album is legally available yes. on everything. And Apple, I mean, yeah. Spotify, YouTube has the whole album. So. Yeah. I mean, the whole show is pretty much song after song. Yeah, there's no dialogue, which sounds off-putting, but it's actually phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, even like I know people who watched it who, for example, hated Lemmas because it was just songs but um they love hamilton because it's just it's quite interesting um so yeah and i think um what's really awesome is obviously like we said it's a broadway recording exactly so that means the quality is top notch yeah you don't go on broadway unless you are up to scratch yeah and i mean um what we really love about the show i think is just the costumes which are amazing i mean I think the costumes, like, they're quite simple, actually. Yes. Because, obviously, people need to be dancing. They need to be twirling around on the floor, Rapping, doing doing jumping. all the things. But at the same time, like, they're quite historically accurate. Yes, it actually the um, costume designer won a Tony for yeah. his, his costume designing. So, you know, it's good. <laughs> yes. So, essentially, because it takes place in the 1700s, 1800s, all the outfits from the neck down are inspired by that time yeah and then everything from the neck up so how the hair's done etc is all modern because that's essentially it's telling an old story in modern time with modern music yeah and i mean even like i think specifically the woman's costumes like the character eliza's costumes like they really tell like what they show how time has passed essentially because it takes place over like 20 years exactly in two and a half hours so if you know like historical fashion at all i think you can appreciate just how the necklines change for example and the silhouettes of the dresses change and also the men's waistcoats like how they change in their 
shape in the silhouettes just to demonstrate how time has passed. passed. The colors of the outfits are significant. Yes. All represent something. Hamilton wears green because it represents money Mm -hmm. because he was the treasurer. Yeah. And Jefferson's outfit because of his character, very reminiscent of Prince. Yeah. So very flamboyant. Yes. So everything has meaning. Exactly. And I mean, obviously that's with most shows. I mean, most shows have some kind of meaning, but... This Hamilton, is on another level. It's, it's brilliant. And also, what we really love is the lighting. It makes... It really does make the show. Yeah. Um, I think there are moments where time freezes or time reverses or whatever the case may be. And the lighting specifically shows. Like, you always know what's happening because the stage and the lighting lens to that there's turntables yeah. on the stage which is one of my favorite things Same. because there's two turntables so people are literally I'll standing turn <laughs> 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 um so that really helps us understand the timing the characters yeah different songs you and lines have specific lighting that you'll see mm. It represents, like, the lyrics even. Yes, and then it'll look... The next time that lyric occurs in, like, a completely different song and setting, the lighting will be exactly the same. Yes. Which you eventually pick up after you've watched it. As many times as we have. (laughs) I've watched it 11 times. Daniel's... I think probably more. I'm not sure, though. Um, But, yeah, I I think the lighting is also so important. And, I mean, most things, even the company, they're so important because the set largely remains the same for Hamilton. Yes. Like, there's... There's no moving parts, There's nothing extravagant about the sets. I mean, obviously, if you look into it, you can see why it's important. I mean, in the background, there are bricks that kind of go up. Yes. So there's only like a few bricks in the beginning, like as the backdrop. And then the bricks slowly but surely move up to show Mm. the building of the nation of America. Yes. So it's all these subtle details. They're rope in the background for the beginning as we see Hamilton getting off the ship. He's come from a ship. And so there's things that are representing that kind of storyline that move away. So... They're little details yeah. that are so significant. Yeah. Um, and then the company, yeah, just the, explain what they yeah. are I mean, for people who yeah. do not know. The company is essentially, I mean, they're kind of like the extras that, that you would see in a normal play or whatever. Um, so they're the people in the background doing dancing, they're singing harmonies, they're singing different they're, parts. Yeah. They even play um, minor characters sometimes. And um, they really do everything. I mean, they help to move the scenes along, essentially. It's like they're there to pick up chairs, throw chairs around. There's a lot of that. (laughs) (laughs) And they pick up um, paper. They do these crazy dance moves and like weird dance moves as well. I mean, you wouldn't, you would watch them (laughs) and you would think, (laughs) what 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 are these people doing? But then that's so um, impactful, actually. Yes. And every dance move symbolizes something super important Mm. and i think i said to danielle i would actually find it more intimidating being part of the company than a main character because like danielle said they are literally doing everything they're singing these incredible harmonies while they're dancing and jumping around and moving and playing characters it is like the most phenomenal thing and once you watch it a few times you see how much they are actually doing like it's exhausting if i had to think about actually doing it myself so, we want to talk a bit about the themes of I think Hamilton. this is one of my favorite. Yeah. Like, why I knew, like, this was something important. And I think mm. why it's had such an impact on pop culture. I mean... Yeah. And I mean, people, it has. Yeah, I mean, Michelle Obama said that this is the best form of art she's ever seen. Yeah. And Jimmy Fallon, like, cried by the time 
Yeah. He was on the second song. And politicians and famous celebrities, like everyone who's anyone has gone to see this show. And everyone loves it. Yeah. I've never heard anyone say it's not great. Everyone, yeah. some people like it. Some people are obsessed with it. Yeah. I.e. us. <laughs> um, and I think the reason why it's had such an impact on people is because of the themes. Yeah. It's... Um, so one of the first themes I think that we're going to talk about is just race yes, in general. And I mean, what has happened is that mostly um, black people and people of color or, or also just minority, minority groups, groups in America play the main characters and also most of the company as well, actually. Yes. And I, that was a specific choice from Lin-Manuel Miranda um, because he wants to show who the face of America is today. It's the immigrants, it's the people of color, it's the, it's the minority groups, really. And this is quite impactful because the original founding fathers were, were white, white slave men. owners. <laughs> yes. So how he describes it is he's telling the story of the building of America using the faces of yeah. America. So essentially, I mean, it's not like, for those of you who are thinking like, Oh, this is just some politically correct thing or whatever. And it wasn't it wasn't that because if we look at the time, these people are the ones that built America. Yeah. So I mean, as sad as it might sound, like if it weren't for the early exploitation of people, Mm. the US wouldn't be as well. We're not condoning slavery, by the way. No, we are not. And I think that's what I really appreciate about the show is Mm. just how they're playing characters who were fundamentally racist, racist. Yeah. And yet they don't want you to hate the characters. You, s- you still love them. Yeah. But Lynn is very good at making subtle remarks to the fact yes. that this was happening at the time. Exactly. So that one line, one of my favorite lines in the show. Immigrants. We, we get, get the, the job, job done. done. <laughs> so he's showing, I mean, Hamilton was an immigrant. He was not American. He came from the Caribbean and he played such an important part in the U.S., yeah, the building of the U.S. Exactly. So, And putting different structures into place exactly. as well. So America wouldn't be what it is if it weren't for an immigrant. Mm-hmm. So that's very important. Yeah. And also just seeing how systemic racism still impacts society today. Oh, yeah. I think that's why this specific show means mm. as much to people as it does. Definitely. And I think, um, I think one of my favorite scenes or something that alludes to the slavery that was already going on in America is at the beginning of Act 2 where Thomas Jefferson comes back from Paris and he's saying oh the war's done I can't believe it I can't believe we are free free. he said looking at the rolling fields I can't believe that we are free something like that but in the background you have the company who are essentially acting as slaves doing manual labor yes and it's all light-hearted and stuff which is what people saw America to be. Exactly. But behind the scenes, like, the people doing the work were, unfortunately, the slaves. So, yeah, he constantly makes remarks to this. Yeah. We have rap battles where Hamilton's, like, Um, calling this out in people. So it constantly alludes to that and also just shows the talent of people of color when in Broadway generally... Yeah, it's I mean, been white, white Broadway people. has really been, especially uh, during the Black Lives Matter movement, I saw um, many Broadway shows were actually being called out for their lack yeah. of diversity, especially in their main characters. And so I think it's really important that Hamilton is really making an effort. 
And I mean, I think a lot of other shows are, I mean, there's another show I think called Hades Town or whatever, which is also all people of color, which yes. is awesome. And I think, I mean, just going back to what Zara said about the immigrants, it's especially is a point poign- poignant, poignant because I mean Hamilton came out in 2016, which is when yes. Trump was elected president. His whole campaign was very anti-immigrant. Sorry if you're a supporter. Um, so I think just having that, and then having a show like Hamilton, which is such a politically um, active show, and yes. and just so you know, you don't have to love politics to love the show. No, you don't. You don't have to know anything. So, yeah, and then another theme, which is probably the one that's hit me hardest in, like, personally, mm. is the theme of legacy. Yes. So, the entire show, you're kind of, I always say, like, the minute you walk away from watching the show, your first thought is, what will my legacy be? Like, yeah. what what are people going to say about me when I'm not here anymore? Yeah. So do you want to chat yeah, about that? Yeah, I mean, the last few lines of the show are, who lives, who dies, who tells your story? And essentially, Eliza Hamilton is asking, like, who will tell my story? And I think, I mean, just spoiler alert, but anyway, um, at the end of the show, Eliza Hamilton is kind of led to the the front of the stage. And she's just shown how um, the story has continued because she sees the whole audience kind of just watching Hamilton. And she knows that all her effort has been not for nothing. I mean, if you didn't know Eliza Hamilton after Hamilton dies. She lives another 50 years yeah. without her husband. And she just tells his story. She says what she's what he has done. And um, she spoke about, spoke against slavery. She did all, the, all of the things, essentially. Which is another interesting thing is, Lynn really shows the power of the woman in the story. Yeah. Which you don't read in your history books. Or you're not taught, if Mm-mm. you're in America, you're not taught about what the women did yeah but essentially we wouldn't even know the story of hamilton had eliza not dedicated mm. her whole life yeah. to making sure that she brought him honor yeah and people would know like the incredible things that this man did yeah and i mean from the beginning of the play you're also getting this idea that hamilton's already concerned about what his legacy is going to be yeah. and i mean um for example the beginning song well not the beginning song but i think it's the, the third song my shot it's um he's already speaking about this is what I want to do and I'm not throwing away my shot and um he kind of just lays out his whole plan yeah and I think the whole play kind of shows how the decisions you make will impact how people see you Mm. so we see the he's the antagonist but you also feel sympathy for him but everything he did in his life kind of means nothing because at the end of the day he chose to shoot Hamilton and it's it's not a spoiler alert because he tells you in the first song that he shot him and it's history (laughs) yeah and that's what he's remembered for yeah so you constantly you see how people really face the consequences of their actions and it's just so powerful like it you leave wanting to do something Mm. with your life like there are lines like rise up and this is not a moment it's the movement and even people are like writing these lines on protest boards yeah, yeah because which i find really cool like that is what this play or this show is kind of calling us to like do yeah. something meaningful with yeah. your life i think one of my favorite lines is history has its eyes on you yeah. which is what um george washington says to hamilton when he's saying okay go fight at yorktown and lead the men whatever um and i think this is such a challenging line because i mean we've seen throughout history how people who could have made a good decision chose not to do so, and now they're hated, and they're criticized now in the present. I mean, if you're not, if you're not like kind of progressive in your yeah. society, 
you're going to um, be criticized later on in the future. And I mean, I just think, I mean, the pressure of hearing someone tell you history has its eyes on you. Yeah. Like it just really shows just how important your actions are. And I mean, people have also been saying that in the protests, like in the Black Lives Matter protests. So, it's a great line, pretty it much. It is a great line. <laughs> and then another thing that comes through so much in the show is the idea of taking action versus yeah. waiting. Yeah. So um, this show um, basically pits two characters against each other. I mean, they're friends, but they're also kind of enemies. They're frenemies. <laughs> so you got Hamilton, who is just willing to do whatever it takes, and he doesn't want to like miss his shots. Like yeah, we he's said, like, I'm not throwing away my shots. Yeah, I'm doing this. And he doesn't. He doesn't wait around. He takes what he wants. But you get, um, and I mean, Iron. yeah, like I said, you can really just see that in the third song already, which is my shots. You really just get the full character of Hamilton from the beginning. He is ambitious. He is going to do yeah. whatever it takes to yeah. matter and for people to esteem him in high regard. Exactly. And he wants he wants to be known in the future. And then you get Aaron Burr, on the other hand, who we also meet very early on in the show. I mean, yeah. he introduces the whole thing. He, which I also find incredible is yeah. that you have the quote-unquote villain, mm. yet he's the narrator of the show. Yes. And everything... He, is viewed, not viewed through his eyes, but you kind of see how, even though he's not the protagonist, you still gauge his emotion and mm. you feel it with him. Like something yeah. I appreciate about the show is no characters without its flaws. Exactly. Which I really appreciate. Yeah. Because I mean, that's how it is in real life as well. Exactly. So Aaron Burr is essentially the opposite of Hamilton is that in that he's just waiting it out and seeing like where life takes him, essentially. Um... And I mean, you can really see this also in the beginning where he tells Hamilton, talk less, smile, smile more. more, don't let anyone know what you're, what you're against, against or what, what you're, you're for, for, which is really not what Hamilton's about. Yes. And I mean, um, the song that best describes Burr Who Burr is? is Wait, Wait for, for It. It's it. a great song. Go listen to it if you haven't. Oh, it's, I think it's um, Lin-Manuel Miranda's favorite song yeah, that he ever wrote. Yeah, most of the cast will say that that's their favorite yeah, song. It's a great song. So he's really just... Saying there, I mean, he was having an affair at the time with a woman who was married to a British officer, but he was really just waiting for this British officer to die. And that's what he did. Before um, marrying her or whatever. Hamilton would not wait. <laughs> no, he'd step in there and take what he wants. Exactly. And what's interesting is I think that you kind of see how they're pros and cons to both yeah. of these things. Mm. So we see that by Burr waiting and caring so much about making the right move that he doesn't really do anything of great significance, significance. except for killing Hamilton. <laughs> and then you get Hamilton and he is so impulsive that yeah. he is kind of a bit of a mess. He really is. Like he's a bit of a train wreck. <laughs> yeah. So you kind of, something that I've learned from the show, actually in like my, my personal life and also I'm listening to the songs yeah. on repeat, yeah. is knowing when to go after something, when to speak up mm. and when to... Wait. Wait. Yeah. And so. I mean, I think we can all relate to both, like both sides. I mean, I especially relate to the whole thing of just waiting for it because I mean, so often like you kind of just wait for an opportunity like, oh, I'll just do it when it pre presents itself and I'm sure it'll just come to me or whatever, but then it doesn't and someone else gets what you want. Um, and even like when it comes to like my career, for example, I have no yeah. idea what I want to do. Even so I'm, I feel like I'm really just... Wait, waiting waiting it. at us, yes. and I'm going to find out one day. But what Burr says is, um, I'm not standing still. What is that, uh, that full line? Um, 
I. Oh. He says, I am an inimitable. Inimitable. I am an original. Yeah. He says, I'm not falling behind or, or running late. I'm lying in wait, yeah. essentially. So he's saying, like, he's not doing nothing. Yeah. But he's waiting. He's an active waiter. Yes. <laughs> and that, that is what I kind of feel like I yeah. am. Like, I'm not doing nothing. I'm doing something. Yeah, You're doing what you can. What, what the Lord has given me right now, mm. I'm trying to be faithful with. Yeah. Knowing that more will come and mm. I will know what the right decisions are to make yeah. in the future. So you learn a lot about kind of the dynamic yeah. between waiting and not waiting. Exactly. Then next, I think we want to chat about the actors. Yes. This cast is... Incredible. Brilliant. They're very good. Since like watching this, I am trying to find everything that they've ever done mm-hmm. so we can make our way through it. We yeah. found an animated movie on Netflix yesterday yeah. and one of the characters is voiced by an actor from Hamilton. So we're like, let's watch this animated movie to women in their early 20s. <laughs> so nothing, nothing wrong with that. Not at all. So you can get started. Okay, I think we are in agreement that the, I don't want to say the best actor because they're all brilliant. The favorite. The favorite. He steals the show Mm -hmm. and that is David Diggs. Indeed. He's wonderful. He is incredible. So he plays two characters and this is also something in Hamilton that's quite interesting is a few of the characters play more than one character, which may seem confusing, but it actually isn't. Yeah. I mean, they play with one character in the first act and then a completely different one in the second act. I think if you don't really pay attention to their faces, you wouldn't you notice. You wouldn't notice at I mean, all. I hardly noticed the first time. I only like noticed, I think, two of the characters. Yes. And then afterwards I realized, oh, there's the actually same. a lot. <laughs> yes. And I think what's nice is that you see how talented they are because of their ability to play separate characters. Yeah, exactly. But I think for us, David Diggs really stands out mm-hmm. in the second act. Yeah. He, I also love him as Lafayette, though. <laughs> I also do. I also do. And he's incredible. Like, he's rapping yeah. in that first, that one song, Guns, Guns and, and Ships. Ships. Oh, it's wild. Guys, it's phenomenal. In a French accent, too. In a French accent. So the reason why I think I love David Diggs is he... The, his song is the first song of the second act. Like yeah. he sets the tone for the second act. Mm. And he has this incredible way of commanding the stage. Mm. There's no other way to describe it. Like yeah. when he's on stage, all eyes are on him. He like completely commits to the character. He's so talented. What I find incredible is, and this is the case for all the actors on the show, is they kind of were all found... Yeah. By Lynn because they were friends with him. We like, just saw them in something. Yes. And he was like, you can be a part of my show. You can be a part of my show. Yeah. And like his main thing always is I want to work with people I know that mm. I trust. And so he's not looking for an all-star cast. Exactly. Which I think has been the fault in a lot of other shows, especially mm. musicals. They want to hire famous actors. Yeah. But instead of talent. Talent. We won't name names. No. So, I, I mean, think... you can see it in the show, though. I mean, obviously, this is just the original cast, and there have been many other casts as well. Since then. But you can see in the show that they all get on. Yes. And I love just seeing videos of the cast behind the stage, and they're all getting on. They have jokes, and they're singing together. Freestyle rap They're all having the a good time. time. And so, David Diggs, they, him and Lynn and Tommy Kale. I think it was Tommy Kale or Alex Lacamoire, one of them, they were all substitute teachers before they broke into the business. So this is what they were doing to pay the rent kind yeah. of thing. And they met 
by accident, they were both substitute teachers, and David Diggs was a rapper, and yeah, he came on, he acts, he sings, he dances, yeah. he raps, and he does it phenomenally. Mm. This is his first Broadway show, and he won a Tony. Yeah. Like, this guy... He's good. He's brilliant. Yeah. And then, your favorite singer. My favorite singer in the show, I think, is Leslie Odom, Odom Jr., Jr. He's brilliant. He plays Aaron Byrne. I mean, he really has the best song, so he can show off. He can show off everything. But I also love uh, Philippa Sue, who plays Eliza. She's got a real princessy kind of voice. Yes, I love. I mean, she's so talented. She um, went to Juilliard, Juilliard. so you know. But I also love um, Renee Elise Goldsberry, Goldsberry, who plays Angelica, who's Eliza's sister. And I mean, she's got some of the best songs as well. Yes, like. (laughs) The way she raps and the notes she hits, I remember watching it for the first time. And every time, like, she'd sing, I'd look to Danielle and I'm like, What the heck? How did she manage that? <laughs> so the singing is, yeah. for the most part, phenomenal. Yeah. And I mean, it helps because they're brilliant songs. Exactly. Which is what we want to talk about next. So the first song that we're going to talk about is My Shot. Yes. So, so we've alluded to it a little bit already. Yes. But this song is. Hamilton's like, this is who I am. I'm mm. not throwing away my shot. This is like the song that gets you amped yeah. when you wake up in the morning if you need something to get you amped for the day. My yeah. shot is the go-to. And this is Hamilton. He's just introduced himself to people really, that will yeah. be working with him. Working with him, And it's essentially like, we need to rise up. I'm going to do something. Mm. I'm going to make my mark. Yeah. And it's just such a fun song. The dancing, the sense of like you're kind of transported you're watching and you're so in it exactly um and yeah like I've, I've said earlier that it really just epitomizes who Hamilton is as a character yeah. he's saying I'm not waiting he's passionately um what is it passionately, passionately smashing every expectation yeah. every actions and act of creation he's past patiently waiting he's he's getting all the things yes. done um it's a great song I mean like Zara said the dancing is incredible and what I also really love it is just they're really building up towards this revolution. Yes. And you'll hear this not throwing away my shot repeatedly throughout the show. It comes yeah. up a few times. I mean, that's one of Hamilton's main lines, really. And what I also really like about my shot is that it says this line. It's, I imagine, what? Imagine death. I imagine death so, so like much, a, it feels more like a memory. Yeah. And this line pops up another two times in the show, I think. Um, and it's really like even what he says when it comes to his death, that's like the start of his whole soliloquy kind of thing. And yes. it's already introduced there, which I love. And it's, We love that foreshadowing. And it's like that throughout the show. Like there's so much to talk about. We're not going to be able to get through it all. No. And then Satisfied. Satisfied. We love Satisfied. This is the song that you this, heard before the, yeah. you watched it. Yeah. So I knew it before I watched the show and I always loved it. I didn't like. I had no idea what the context was at all, but I could recognize that this was a good song. Um, so basically, what's happening is that Angelica is singing at um, Eliza and Hamilton's wedding. wedding. But the thing is, like, she starts off with a toast, cool, cool, to cool, the groom to the bride, yeah. and then um, all of a sudden, you get this whole—it's like a flashback, essentially. Yes. The turntable starts going. People start like doing these weird kind of <laughs> dance moves. <laughs> dance moves. But you understand that like we're flashing back in time for a second. Yeah. So we go back to the night that 
um, Hamilton meets Angelica. And Eliza. Yeah. He meets both of them. And she is singing about how uh, she did actually want him. But the fact is, is that she's a woman. She's the firstborn. Her father doesn't have other sons. So she's the one who has to socially climb and she has to marry a rich man. And Alexander is just not a rich man. So she decides to let Eliza Eliza have him. him. I think what's incredible about this song is it's just you kind of appreciate the woman she is. You see how intellectually charged she is. Exactly. And you also realize that this is the situation of women at the time. And mm. it's still something women are struggling is just to be taken seriously. Yeah. So her job was just to marry a rich man and yeah. have some sort of status, which is so sad. Yeah. And I mean, by herself, I mean, she's she's very smart. She, like in today's society, she would absolutely thrive. She would be the president. But she would... Back in those days, all the girls had to find husbands so that they could live. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> I'm good. Okay, then this is my favorite song of the show. I say that, but they're all my favorite. <laughs> the final song of the first act. Yes. Nonstop. nonstop. Why do we love nonstop? Nonstop is awesome. Okay, just in the context, basically what's happened, the war has ended. Um, Alexander Hamilton has a baby. Well, his wife does. <laughs> um, <laughs> yep. But they, they have a baby and he says, I have so much work to do. I have to get back to New York. And that's what happens. And he immediately starts um, progressing really quickly. Rapidly. Even though him and Aaron Burr start doing the same thing at the same time, he starts to climb. And it's all about this idea of he he does things because he feels like he's running out of time. Mm. And he eventually does run out of time, yeah. actually. Don't be all though. Yeah. So what we love about the song is it's one song, but it's actually... Many. Yes. It's pretty much most of the significant ones from the first act. Yes. So what's incredible about it is you're hearing a song, but you're hearing like a bunch of different songs and yet everything is so important to the storyline and it sounds perfect. Like I don't, I still don't understand. I can't comprehend how all of those songs fit so perfectly together. Yeah. And for me, that was like, yeah. what just happened? It was so, I mean, brilliant. I still look at it as a musician yeah. and I don't understand. It's, it's, it's so not brilliant. even, it's not even like a medley or whatever. It's literally different characters singing their main themes kind yes. of over each other. So you have like Washington, he's singing History Has Its Eyes on You. You have Eliza singing. That look, would, look around. Yeah. And that would be enough as well. Yes. You have Angelica singing Satisfied. You have Burr yes. singing Wait, Wait for, for it. it. And he's also singing why do you write like you're running out of time? Yes. You're singing that at the same time. And it's actually very overwhelming to listen to. Like, like it's very, um, it's mind blowing. It's actually. a lot. Yeah. yeah. And then it ends on, I'm not throwing away my shots. Yeah. And then that's the end of the and it cuts. Yeah. Oh, so so it's good. brilliant. Listen to it. <laughs> Agreed. Watch the whole thing. Love it. And then join our fan club. Yeah. Okay. Second half. Mm-hmm. We already spoke about, what we start on, which is mm-hmm. what did I miss? Yeah. So that's Thomas Jefferson. Mm-hmm. We spoke about how we just show how this guy is coming back from France, living yeah. the good life while America's free. And but yeah, they, there's, slaves. there's slaves cleaning his floor. I mean, the song is really like I said earlier. It's David digs in all his glory. Yes. And I mean, he was really like sorry I said earlier. He really commands the stage. He is like the center. And he's wearing like this really extravagant purple velvet yeah it's brilliant it's so good and it's um 
Like, it's very jazzy. Well, it's bluesy, I should say. Bluesy. Um, it's quite different to what you have heard have before. heard in the first act. Even though it starts kind of the same with Burr introducing the whole thing. And he introduces things throughout the show, which, yes. like, in how the same does kind a, of... Da, yeah. da, da, you'll hear that the whole time. How does a bastard? <laughs> or how does a... Always. <laughs> Ragtag. <laughs> so, yeah, I think what I like is I always... I said to Danielle, like, the song is perfect for, like, a jive. Yeah. Or a quick step. She's a big fan of Dancing with the guys, Stars. Side note. We'll talk about that next time. Okay, then the next song is Room Where It Happens. Yes. That we really like. We Yeah, so this is also a really important song. It's a great song, first of all. Leslie Odom Jr. is brilliant. This is also, you get to see him in all his glory. Yes. He's dancing, he's singing, he's doing all the things. And what essentially happens in this song is that he's kind of saying how politicians make all these decisions behind closed doors. Nobody knows what's happening. And I think that kind of rings true for society. Today, like nothing has or, changed in politics. Yeah. Like, in fact, some of us like worship politicians or we say if this person were in power, things would be great. But we still like have no idea what happens behind closed doors. Exactly. You don't know, um, like, wh- why did they make that decision? Um like, is there some kind of ulterior motive? Nobody knows. And um, what really happens in the song, which is quite pivotal, is that Aaron Burr decides that he wants to be in the room where it happens. So he's going to do yeah. what he needs to do. Exactly. And then, like, in the next scene, you kind of see how he's changed parties. Because... Just he wants to be in the room where yeah, it happens. Yeah, because that'll get him to where he wants to be, which is quite different from what he would normally do. But at the same time... It also adds on to the fact that nobody knows what Burr believes. Nobody knows yeah, what he stands for. Exactly. And it's also really affected, like, pop culture, actually. Mm. Because, I mean, now the cast just got together again to sing The Room Where It Happens to encourage people to vote. Yeah. Someone wrote a book who lived in the White House mm. and worked with Donald Trump. He wrote, like, an expose, if you will, called The Room Where It Happens. Yeah. And my mom always is like, Zara, are you going to the room where it happens? It's just a thing that we say all the time now. Yeah. So that's a, an incredible song. And then the last song. So we'll yeah. end off with this. You don't have to hear us speak any longer. I think we've convinced you Hamilton's amazing. <laughs> so the last song, which is also the longest title for a song. Who lives, who dies, who tells, tells your story. story. It's a beautiful song, though. Yes. And so this wraps up the whole play, essentially. Yes. I think... Um, you would kind of think that it would end the same way it starts with Burr saying, how does a whatever, 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 whatever. But then he doesn't and it just goes into this really beautiful song about and Washington starts, he says, um, you have no control who lives, who dies, who tells your story. Yes. And we essentially just get told of how Eliza Hamilton goes and tells everyone, everyone what her husband has done. Yeah. And, I mean, she does so many things. She builds an orphanage, which is still standing Yes, it's to this day yes, in and She New was York. a woman, and her husband was an orphan. And, yeah, yeah. She, she does exactly what she can to mm. honor his legacy. And she helps raise yeah. hundreds, hundreds of, of children. children. Gets to see them growing up. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and you kind of left with, you see what this woman has done, and you leave asking, who's going to tell my story? Exactly. What am I going to do? And also, it's just, like, it's a beautiful way to end the show. The whole cast mm. is on stage. Yeah. It ends with Philippa Sue singing, and she's brilliant. Yeah. And it's beautiful. a real tearjerker. This is the, this song makes me the, like, there are emotional parts in the, <laughs> yeah. the story. We won't even actually ruin that for you. No. We'll let you be ruined by it. Exactly. But the song makes me emotional often. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I think that pretty much 
sums up Hamilton. Yeah, wraps up what we want to say. We wish that we could do a whole thing just breaking down all the different songs. But there that's, are so many, especially people who've much. watched Hamilton. Like, You'll understand. <laughs> there's so much more significance, but... That's all. Yeah. yeah. So join us next time. Mm-hmm. We have some really, really exciting stuff coming up. Yeah. If Hamilton isn't your vibe... Sorry. <laughs> sorry, but there are things that you will enjoy in the future. Exactly. So please stay tuned. Share this with mm-hmm. everyone you know. And thank you for listening. And we'll catch you again some other time. <laughs> cool. Bye, guys. Bye, friends. Bye.